One of the great women's college basketball coaches of the past 30 years about to hang out with us here on Ken Levick Alive. Former Duke women's basketball coach, former Michigan State women's basketball coach, Joanne McCalley in just moments here on a Friday edition of Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel. Uh, and I was driving here today in my Kia K5 GT uh, that I got at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. Greenway Kia West Palm Beach, and this is a good reminder on a Friday so you know for the weekend. If you're looking for a car, if you're in a spot where you need an automobile, it's just not sustainable to have something as undependable as what you're currently driving in. Or say you're carless right now, there's no way to get around South Florida. No true dependable way to get around South Florida without a car. It's one of the curses of the area. Uh, but at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach they are looking out for you because they know hey you need a car but you need something safe and you need something dependable and you need something that is going to get you where you need to be and it needs to fit your financial situation that's right Greenway Kia West Palm Beach on Military Trail a half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport in West Palm Beach they have their credit clinic bank representatives are there they're going to help you they're going to make sure that even if you have bad credit and folks trust me i have been there i understand what life is like with bad credit a lot of places are just going to shut you out shut you down say sorry you're not for us not at greenway kia west palm beach they want to put you in a car they have your back these bank representatives are going to sit you down they're going to say all right how can we make this work how can we put you in a situation where not only are you able to pay monthly on your automobile, but you're also not going to be stressing about it on a month-to-month basis. They're just good folks because they get it. They understand it. Buying a car can be really arduous. It can be difficult. A lot of times it's not fun. In fact, it's downright worrisome. At Greenway Kia West Palm Beach, my guy's Mike over there, my guy's George over there, they just understand that life gets in the way. And so at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach, it's why they have the bank representatives on site for their credit clinic don't waste any time you need a car why not be a kia greenway kia west palm beach go to greenway kia west palm beach.com check out the selection greenway kia west palm beach half mile south of palm beach international airport on military trail in west palm ken lavica and a pleasure to talk to our next guest here on espn 106.3 she quite literally has done it all in college basketball uh first as the head coach at maine then at michigan state then Long time at Duke. She's a four-time ACC uh, regular season champion, two-time ACC coach of the year, Big Ten coach of the year in 2005 with Michigan State where she led the Spartans to the national championship game. It is Coach Joanne McCalley, Coach P with us here on ESPN 106.3, and Coach is going to be talking to the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. This comes up on July 22nd. Uh, She is going to be uh, talking about her experiences She's going to be speaking with the Managing the Sport Enterprise class. Uh, and it, you are absolutely fascinating, Coach. And, uh, and uh, again, appreciate you joining us. But uh, I want to start with this. You made the decision last year to step away from coaching after a lot of success at Duke. And there was just a lot of uncertainty, especially uh, with the pandemic happening and uh, everybody trying to figure out what's next. How has post-coaching life treated you? Uh, <laughs> well, it's been it's been a wonderful time, you know, being a coach and being Coach P for Life, as we like to refer to myself, and also transitioning 
you know, to a life of coaching many, many people with, with some serious issues and trying to be available as an advocate and a mentor and a leader of something quite significant, especially given the pandemic and the post-pandemic era. How did uh, you, uh, when it came to writing your book, Secret Warrior, which happened during the pandemic, how did you come to the decision that you wanted to write that? What spurred that and why then? Well, I've thought about it, you know, my whole life since being diagnosed, and I kind of compartmentalized it. But then I was exposed to the loss of a player, and I was at her funeral, and I was exposed to a loss of a, of a daughter of one of my teammates in college. And in those two churches, I just felt moved for different reasons. There were different circumstances, a one who took her, their, her life and the other who died of cancer. But the reality is I found myself questioning what I was doing and should I be doing more to talk about my story to help others in, in some kind of way that I could. Uh, so that was really the impetus, is those two church services uh, saying goodbye to young people and having that hit me very hard. Uh, talking with Joanne McCalley, uh former college basketball coach and uh, the first Division One head coach to win a conference title in four different leagues, ACC, Big Ten, America East, and the North Atlantic here on ESPN 106.3. And when you mention uh, you were diagnosed, we're talking bipolar disorder. Uh, that, I'm sure, when you get diagnosed with something like that uh, is jarring and you try to come to terms with that. When were you diagnosed and what finally got you to a point where you took the proper steps to put yourself in a position to be diagnosed? Well, I'll tell you, at first you're really in denial. You know, you can't believe that your brain is not operating as you would like it to operate. And so it was years ago at Maine. I had just given birth to my, my daughter, my oldest um, child, and in being 30 years old and, and being in a position of working as a head coach, you know, you just can't accept the fact that you're having a manic episode and that those that love you could tell something was different and off. And so I fought it every step of the way and even went off my medication at some point a couple years later and caused another episode. Oh. Uh, this time a depressive episode. So those experiences have really shaped me. And also leaving coaching has shaped me because there's been times I've had to alter my meds as I've dealt with the loss of not coaching or leaving Duke and the changed life uh, that I live now. And so it's, it's an ongoing situation, and I want others to know that they can be in charge, that they can manage it, um, and make the best out of it and, and get to their best selves. And I think that's an important message. Uh, so, Coach, just a little background on me. I'm the uh, play-by-play voice of Florida Atlantic, both football and basketball. And uh, so you develop relationships with these coaches. And in particular, one that was always striking me was Jim Jaber, uh, who uh, spent the last several years at Florida Atlantic, is now at Siena. But he had a, a, a great run at Dayton and had some health issues, and really, as he tells it, there was some burnout there as well. For you, going through this, uh, you get diagnosed with bipolar disorder. You're battling your own mind in that spot, but you're also looked to as a stabilizing force and a teaching influence for countless numbers of young women 
in high pressure situations. How did you balance that? Well, interestingly enough, the routine of coaching, the day-to-day commitment, and being around special people and getting the energy from the players made it, to me, easier Mm -hmm. relative to keeping a routine, keeping a lifestyle, good sleep, and all the things that you need to do to keep, you know, have great brain health. And so those years of coaching, the 30 years I did coach, I really got energy from the players and people around me, my staff as well. And it kept me in an even keel and extremely motivated to do well. And I was diagnosed and the medication I was on served me very well and kept me very balanced. And it is a great irony as I end coaching uh, for now or walk away from coaching uh, that it's been more of a challenge than you would think because you would say to me, Joanne, you're you know, more relaxed, you're not coaching, but you have to establish a new routine. Yeah. And I talk about this quite a bit, is routine and how it helps us in life. Uh, the book is Secret Warrior. The coach is Joanne McCalley, Coach P, uh, with us here on ESPN 106.3, and she is going to be speaking to members of the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, the Managing the Sport Enterprise class on July 22nd. It's open to the public, 7 p.m. Go to fau.edu slash sport to pre-register to hear Coach P. That's fau.edu slash sport. Uh, and so, Coach, when you, when you talk to the students in the college business and the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, what's the gist of the message that you want to pass along to them? Oh, there are many messages I hope to share, and I'm so thrilled to be speaking. And Jim Reardon has done a great job in putting this together. And so it's very exciting for me. There's a whole Coach P element, you know, covering sports, issues with sports, issues with coaching and philosophy. And then, of course, there's the mental health, brain health component. Talking about Secret Warrior, but, but what are the lessons and where are we today with, with brain health and doing a better job in our society, uh, stories over stigma, the idea that we can tell our stories and that we can make a difference. Um, so we're trying to kick the stigma, as Jim Irsay would say with the Baltimore Colts. Uh, we're trying to put teams together to make a difference. And so my talk will sort of circle around Coach P as a basketball coach, lessons learned there, and then Coach P for life and what sort of has, has taken place there. And, and as a former NBA you know, grad from Auburn, I, I have this wonderful respect for MBA students. And so it's, it's a great fit. And I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, cannot wait for this. Again, July 22nd, 7 p.m., it is Joanne McCauley, Coach P, who is going to be speaking uh, to the FAU College Business, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, the Managing the Sport Enterprise class. Joanne McCauley with us here on ESPN 106.3. Long-time Duke coach, long-time Michigan State head coach. uh, And those were your your final two stops, long-time stops, a lot of success at both of those stops, but also uh, institutions where the men's college basketball program had a lot of tradition, obviously, and a lot of success. Tom Izzo, Mike Krzyzewski. What were the type of interactions that you had with both of those men, with those programs? What was it like to be ultra-successful on the women's side, but uh, also uh, at times, I'm sure, maybe felt overshadowed by what was happening across the hallway? 
Well, I, I, I loved it. You know, I loved learning from Hall of Fame coaches. I came to Michigan State right after uh, Tom and his team won a national title with Mateen Cleaves back in 2000. I was able to be at Duke with Coach K. Uh, Mike is phenomenal, and, and there were two national championships won there. I was able to go to a Final Four with Tom. We went the same year. Um, we were in Indy, and they were in Kansas City in 2005. And then with Mike, we were we missed it by three points mm-hmm. against Baylor to have the opportunity to both go to the Final Four at the same time. Uh, that year, they actually won the national title, you know, and continued on. And so they're both like big brothers to me and mean a great deal to me. And I always felt that I was around the best. And I, you know, the shadow thing didn't really, wasn't a part of how I felt about it. I, I have a great deal of pride to being a female that can talk about both coaches. Yeah. And, and have had experiences with both coaches. And as big brothers, you know, you get in all sorts of conversations. <laughs> sure. Um, so it was, it was very special and something I, I, I treasure, really. I um, was able to go back and uh, hear a number of the points you made uh, after the injustices that we saw from a, a national scale, especially, as you put it, uh, it with the, the NCAA tournament this past year, the bubble editions, and the resources that were given on the men's side as opposed to the women's side, and a lot of the, the backpedaling that was done by the NCAA. When it comes to the state of basketball on the women's side do you think that it is stronger than it's ever been I certainly feel like there's a voice there that's stronger than it's ever been just from the overall state of the game uh, how do you feel about it yes I think it's stronger than it's ever been and it's growing stronger daily and this whole idea with name you know likeness Mm -hmm. and image you know this whole new concept has opened up opportunity Uh, There definitely will be issues with it, uh, like anything else, but it's really opened things up a lot for people to, for young people to understand their value and to understand how to grow themselves. Uh, There's some work to do to integrate that in a team concept, but relative to women's sports, you see great support of women as role models, um, and I think women are just really, we're just kind of hitting our stride a little bit relative to what can happen. And I'd like to put success for everyone. Um, but the reality is, too, that women uh, have always been sort of secondary. Yep. And now it's changing, and it's, it's very exciting. It absolutely is. And uh, you are seeing, even just from a macro level, you're seeing uh, massive increases in viewership in the WNBA as well. This is all evidence of the push that, uh, that's been made. I, I want to ask you uh, a very pertinent question here to, to wrap it up. Uh, is Coach P ever going to get back into actual coaching on the floor? <laughs> um, Coach P, for life, does not know if Coach P coaching will or not. Okay. Uh, that's a great question. <laughs> I've always kept my options open. Uh, there's an idea of teaching. I may be a, be a some sort of adjunct professor and teach sports psychology and coaching and, and things of that nature. Uh, there's the idea of going back to coaching. So we just don't know. I guess we'll have to 
We'll have to see how it goes. Yeah, you never know. And uh, do follow uh, Coach P on Twitter, at Coach P for Life, at Coach P for Life. That's the number four. Joanne McCalley, uh just an incredible uh, college basketball coach. And again, uh, someone that really stands by herself in college basketball history. The first D1 coach to win a conference title in four different leagues. Two-time ACC Coach of the Year. Big Ten Coach of the Year in 2005. Three-time America East Coach of the year it is joanne mccalley coach p thank you so much for the time uh you truly are an inspiration can't wait for july 22nd 7 p.m when you talk to the fau mba sport management program and the fau college of business and again that's fau.edu slash mba sport to be pre-registered for that and to hear coach p coach p thank you so much and looking forward to the 22nd okay uh, thank you for your kind words, and I, I can't wait. It's going to be lots of fun. Earlier in the show, we talked with one former Dwyer High School football great, Jacoby Brissett, and when we return, Coquel sits down with another one. Wide receiver Johnny Dixon, one of the really, really outstanding Ohio State wide receivers of the last decade, and we might even see him on HBO's Hard Knocks because he's with the Cowboys, and Dallas is the focus of Hard Knocks. Coquel with Johnny Dixon when we come back. It's Ken Vic Alive featuring Coquel on ESPN 1063.